Welcome everybody to the Coaches in the Mouth pod. Coach Jeff Williams here along with the mouth Brent Bender. Coach Bray Cook is out on assignment this week. And, uh, man, I tell you what, we got a water show. We've got three big guests. We've got uh, Coach Buck James coming on from Bryant. we got Coach Kuo from Little Rock Christian and Coach Pratt from, from Bentonville West coming on as far as our high school part of along with our BSN um, uh, Player of the Week with Danny McEwen. But before we get into all that, let's get into talking. We got the Razorbacks headed over to Florida this week. Mouth, you, we've talked on the phone. We changed, you ain't been here. We changed offensive coordinators. What are you looking forward to see this Saturday? I'm hoping we just get lined up. I'm hoping that we're able to get lined up, score a few. I hope we've got our uh, playbook uh, cut way, way down. I hope we're in. I hope we've got it cut down to plays that our that our team can execute, that our linemen can block, and hopefully we can move the ball a little bit. Well, I, it's going to be real interesting, you know. And they've they've closed practices and whatever. I've heard all that. Practice most times closed anyway. But but uh, you know, be interesting to see what what we see. I think it'll be simplified a lot. I think you're going to see more RPOs. I think you might see tempo. Uh, you know, you can't overhaul a whole offense in two weeks. But uh, Florida's coming off a big loss to Georgia. Uh, but, you know, and we've talked to Coach Bray Cook about this, and he always brings up how what a difficult place it is to play at the Swamp. What what do you think uh, – what do we need to do to come out of there with a victory? Score more points than Florida does. <laughs> well, well, and I, well that, that is true. But what else you got? Oh. Uh, we can't turn. We can't turn the ball over. We've got to. We've got to stay ahead of the chain, ahead of the sticks, as best we can the whole game. Um, when we get a chance, when we the big thing we've got to have is when we have a chance to make a big play, we got to make it. Yeah, we got. Uh, we can't. I have all the confidence in our in the world in our defense. We're just playing lights out. All, all year, and I'm hoping that this is a game that our offense can complement our defense and uh, and scoring a few points. Now, let's get real. I don't think that we're going to turn into an offensive juggernaut no. over, a, over a week period. Uh, I'm looking for us to score – uh, seventeen to twenty-four points, and not have any penalties, not have any turnovers. Uh, looking for offensive line to uh, maybe when the playbook's broken down, that they're able to uh, pick out some plays they can block extremely well. And I'm looking for, I want to see good effort from the Hogs this week. Well, and I, I think you will. I, obviously, we've got that from defensive. You know, our defense side's played you know really well all year long. But you know, offensively, I, I'm very interested to see. You know, they it's kind of we had Brooks Ellis on last week, but everybody looked themselves in the mirror and what we got to do. But it ought to be very, very interesting. Well, let's go ahead and get into it right now. Let's go ahead and get into our high school stuff. A uh, bunch of big games. Let's go ahead and bring on Danny McEwen, our BSN Guest of the Week, with our BSN Player of the Week. Danny, what a huge week last week, and this week is even bigger. We've expanded our top ten games 
to, to 15 because there's just so many great games. <laughs> 15 may not cover it, man. I started looking at what we got going on, and geez, there's – there's a lot of people that are in, there's a lot of people that are out, and there's a lot of them that still got a position to fill. There's no no doubt about it. Uh, well, talk to us about this, the big numbers again this week. Uh, yeah, yeah. I believe this, I is, now this will be your last BSN Player of the Week for the regular season. How's this all work? Talk to us a little bit about that. So you I don't bet, get people calling me and upset about it. Uh, well, we uh, we still do 10 weeks because we count week zero, but we don't yep. do week 10 because we've got people that are getting ready for a playoff game. Don't want to interfere with that. we got people that are be putting up their helmets, so we don't want to interfere with that either. But it's been a great run. We've seen some great kids and great performances and had a ball with doing this with you guys, and and uh, it's been, been really good. Man, saw some big, big games last week, and – you know, I saw the the one that really stood out. I mean, we saw Greenwood, you know, beat PA at home, and and uh, Malvern beating Nashville was big, and had a big shootout with Bigelow and Conway Christian. But the one that that it really strikes a blow with me is Southside yeah. remains undefeated, beating Batesville. That's that's a big rival right there. That's a huge win for that program. Well, it is. And Batesville Southside a good. Another big one was you know. Bentonville West over Fort Smith Southside. Yes. That was a big win because you're setting up a two and three and in that part of. Well, let's go ahead and talk about our BSN Player of the Week. Talk to us, give us some stats, where we're at, and what we're doing. You bet, you bet. So this was a an unbelievable. I mean, I, when we picked we picked this young man to be the winner, and then we found out more information from him. Good night. The kid had a career night, but our, our BSN Sports Arkansas Player of the Week for Week Eight is wide receiver. First time for a wide receiver. Oh. Grayson Ely from Quitman High School. Oh, from Quitman. Look at there. Coach yeah. Moore's over there. Putting him out, man. He's been putting up some points. Man, I'm telling you, he had a big night at the queue. He had nine catches for 277 yards, five touchdowns, but it gets better from there. He returns punts and kicks. He had 100 total yards and return yards not counting the one that he took for about 80 for a touchdown on a kickoff return that got called back for a penalty. Oh. On the other side of the ball, he's playing defense. He had two picks. He had a fumble recovery and no telling how many tackles. Uh, popped a little popcorn at halftime. <laughs> uh, did, did, I mean, this is unbelievable. This is a kid that just started playing football three years ago. So big, big night for them. And, you know, they beat Melbourne 55 to 20, secured their playoff spot. And Grayson set school records for most touchdowns in a game. Uh, he expanded his single season touchdown reception record to 11 and uh, expanded his single season receiving yards record for the school for 1,080 yards. He's an Air Force commit. Our boy Tim Horton did hey. a great job right there. He needs to lock him down. But uh, on top of all that, he's a four-point student. So I'm not sure what this guy can't do. He's also <laughs> a basketball player and runs a little track. Oh, my gosh, man. Well, around. I bet Coach Horton's fired up. They just had a big win over Colorado State this past yeah, weekend, too. No They're doubt. Kind of, no doubt. Kind of been, we need to add him to the undefeated list. Yeah, they've been kind of, they've been kind of rolling right there. Well, Danny, here we got uh, week 10, and I, I already probably know where you're headed to. I bet you're headed over to Faulkner County, maybe. Yeah, there's there's a rumor that there might be a little ball game over at, on 
on Prince Street, you know, seven o'clock Friday night. So I think I'll slide on over there better. I'm, I may have to go on Thursday to make sure I got a place where I can set up. Uh, they, they're, they're camping out, man. They're camping yeah, out. I'm telling you. Yeah. I, I'm not sure that the, that the administration at Conway realizes what this crowd's going to be like, but it's, it's going to be happening. But hey, there's some other big oh, games. I, I got my brackets out. Okay. So you, can check, you can check my work, but, uh, Looking at the 7A, you know, Fayetteville's locked up the one seed, but the big game in 7A besides Conway and Bryant is Bentonville, Bentonville West, because the winner's going to get the two seed, and uh, the loser probably in the second round will get the uh, Conway Bryant loser. Yeah. So that's some big, big implications there. I also noticed something looking at the 7A playoffs. Looks like our boy uh, Daryl Patton is probably going to secure his first playoff game at Southwest if he beats Northside. So that's pretty exciting there. Well, but, there uh, he is, and in, 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 you know, six A's got a big game too. Got Little Rock Christian going to Greenwood, and and yes. man, and then you know West Memphis at Searcy, which they've traditionally not played well at the old New Line offense over there yeah, in the past. Yeah. And and as a matter of fact, New Line offense got them last year. And well, it's interesting you say that because it's easy to start looking at who's going to be the one, who's going to be the two, and so forth. But in the 6A East, you got Catholics at Marion, West Memphis is at Searcy, and Jacksonville is at a hot El Dorado team. So winners and losers of those games going to determine the four, five, and six seeds. And that's pretty interesting the way that those brackets are going to shake out based on those games coming out. And of course, our Greenwood Little Rock Christian winner is going to get the the one seed for the West. So, and, and I think that's a lot of action. Yeah, and I think that's a big game because you know you know Benton over there is kind of they've been rolling. I mean they they've dominated that league yes. over there in that part of it. Well, Danny, yeah. we'll get you off here. We've got a, a bunch of guests this week. We got to knock down these games and. Uh, Man, I tell you what, great job by you and your crew with the BSN Player of the Week. It's one of the hot, hot awards all year long. We, you know, people are calling us and this. I, I get more stats on guys than Richard Davenport, I think, on, on Saturday morning <laughs> and Friday night. Uh, and I send them over to you and you you go through them. But, man, what a great honor. And, what, and we really appreciate what you do for our high school kids in, in this award. It's It's a big deal. Man, it's been a blast for me. I love being able to get in front of these kids and honor people and uh, really appreciate what you guys are doing for high school football and sports in general and appreciate you having me on here every week. Well, we're having a lot of fun. We'll continue to do it and we'll see you down the road. We'll probably bring you on there in playoffs kind of talk about it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be here before we know it. Exactly, no doubt. Well, have a good one, Danny. All right, thanks, Jeff. See you, buddy. Let's go ahead and bring on... Coach Daryl Fimple, he's got all kinds of stats for us as far as our high school. Mouth, I'm really looking forward to listening to Coach Fimple on these <laughs> these picks. I mean, we got 15 games this week. There's no telling what he's going to pull out this week. Well, there's there's no doubt. It. And, uh, I mean, we put on 15 games this week. It's going to be very, very interesting. And, uh, man, let's let's bring him on, our BSN guest, Coach Daryl Fimple. Hey, man. Huge games last week and this week they're even bigger. The oh. Mounts even showed back up in studio because he knew it was a big week. And it he, is a huge week. It's it big is week. a huge week. We've got rival games. We've got people that just don't like each other. Oh. I mean, they're a rock throw away from each other. I mean, it's going to be a – this week, I'm telling you what, I think you need to wear a hard hat. <laughs> I think you need to just go to every game this week with a hard hat on. 
because it's going to be dangerous out there. There's going to be it a is. lot of hitting going on. There's going to be some. Uh, there's going to be some rival games and playoff bursts. There's going to be some people. This is amazing. And all of us coaches know this. There's going to people lose their job on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Might be looking for a different place to live. It's a tough place, tough job we're in right here. But yeah, yeah it's a big, huge week. Well, let's recap last week. You know, probably the biggest news coming out of last week was you know Benville West going to Southside, and I and I got to say it out here. Got to give both teams credit defensively. We didn't see that coming. I think you predicted. Never. We had yeah. coach. We'll have Coach Pratt on here in a little bit, and you know, we predicted eighty to seventy-two. And yeah. and I tell you what, both defenses showed up. Southside's defense played well. And Benville West came down to a turnover. You know, but boom, all of a sudden, Southside was looking at a three seed. Now they're probably headed over to Jonesboro. And it leaves Benville West up here with and them and Benville playing for two and three. And yeah. what did you – and then Greenwood going to PA and taking care of business. What did you see last week? What really stood out to you? Well, you know, uh, all the games last week were really, really good. Uh, we had a lot of close games. Different styles played, though, like yeah. Southside, Benville West. We went from, hey, we're all in all. It was like we were at a circus, and all of a sudden, hey, we're not anymore. Uh, so that was crazy. But we had some unbelievable performances last week. Dupree went over 6,000 yards. Uh, the Colorado signing, listen to this, he had 33 carries for 333 yards. Huh? What? That guy just put on a season. And and I, you got to love it, Mauer. They're going to give him the ball. He's definitely going to touch it. <laughs> Um, Corning upset Subiaco in the in the eight man, uh, oh. and Lindsay up there at Fayetteville. 30, he has 32 to one ratio of TD to interceptions. The guy's over 2,500 yards passing, and I guess he's going to go to Minnesota. Uh, I don't, don't want to get too deep into that. One. Yeah, that's a no brainer right there. But yeah, I had some great performances last week, and like I said, we had teams that actually set themselves up for even bigger this week. Oh man, I mean. Matter of fact, we talked about it earlier in the show. We, you know, we've expanded this thing 15 games because there's just so many big games. And Good gosh. And there's more. Of them. We just couldn't get them all in. Yeah, let's go. We got a lot to cover here. Let's go ahead and get into it. We got Arkadelphia at Malvern. Malvern's been rolling. Uh, Mouth, who you got in this one? Uh, got to go with the Malvern Leopards. Yeah, I believe so, too. I'm going to go with Malvern. Grandma Nas going with Malvern. Who you got, Coach Fimp? Well, you know, Arkadelphia got off to a really rough start, lost their first three games, and then been rolling ever since then. Uh, but Malvern's too much. Uh, the Dylan Carradine, the, the quarter, I mean, the, the run back's got 50. I mean, the wide receiver, who also is the defensive back, he's got five interceptions, too. They play him both ways. They put him on everybody's best player. So Malvern's got Dupree, who went over, like I said, 6,000 yards. He had 333 yards last week. He's over 1,800 yards for the season, 24 touchdowns. This is Malvern's game to win right here. I don't think there's any question. All right, let's go over here to the 6A West, a big matchup for his playoff scene. we got uh, Mountain Home at Greenbrier. I've seen both these teams live. Mountain Home, physical team, kind of won the ones they're supposed to. Greenbrier has come on here. They've been up and down a little bit. Big playoff implications. Uh, go ahead, Coach Fimp, break this down for us. This is a loser leaves town game, too, I think, because this is for the playoffs right here. I mean, you got to win this one to get in the playoffs right here. So this is kind of a losers leave town. Greenbrier's four and five on the year, three and four in the conference. Mountain Homes, five and four overall, three and four in the conference. Uh, got numbers that kind of match a lot here. 
but I think Mountain Home's going to go run senior night over there at Greenbrier. I think the Bombers are going to come in there. They're going to you know, travel a long distance uh, like they do in all their games, but I think they're going to show up and win this game to get punched their ticket to the playoffs. Well, I'm going to go with Mountain Home also. Mouth, who you got? Um, you know, when the temperature changes in November, uh, last week, October, that's when the Bombers usually start. The, they really start showing their uh, metal. And uh, I'm going to go with the Bombers. Going with the Bombers. Mouth is, Grandma Nas going with Coach Trevor and, and Greenbrier Panthers. All right, here's one of your teams right here. Our BSN Player of the Week this week is from Quitman. We got Quitman, who's got a playoff spot at your boys at Salem. Got a little scary last week over there. Got a little scary, hard to watch. There's somebody with a cowbell up there. Stands. <laughs> got to move him away from the video camera I was watching. Yeah, got down six to zero. Kind of finally got loose there with our tailback Elijah uh, Remen. Uh, ended up breaking one for 35 yards in the second half, but trailed Perryville pretty much the entire game. Uh, he's got 140 carries, 1,200 yards for Salem and 18 TDs. I'm taking Salem. Uh, I'm sticking with Salem on this. So you, you've been That's with Salem all year. You've been. I'm telling you, I'm Salem. But they they scared me last week. It was hard to watch too because the daggum cowbells. Man. Well, I have to talk about cowbell. Mouth, yeah. who you got this equipment at Salem? Going to have to go with Salem. Going with Salem. Mouth's going with Salem. Nope. I mean, Grandma Nas going with Salem. Coach Williams is going with equipment. I think we got another. I think we had a great performance last week. I think Coach Sparks is going to get them ready. I'm, I'm looking for some upsets. Taking advantage. He's found some answers. He's found some, yeah, answers. some answers. All right, here yeah. we go. Back to one of your favorite teams. Oh, right? yeah, baby. You've been dominating. Yeah, you, you know what that is? Pound the rock, baby. Pound the rock. Straight from Mineral Springs. Sent that to me this week. The oh, Lawrence are ready. Rattlers or not, that's what I'm saying. We're ready. We got these rattlers coming in there. Murfreesboro's ready for us. We got minerals diamonds being made tonight, baby. They're at home too. Murfreesboro is. All right, we got mineral springs at Murfreesboro. Mouth, who you like here? Gotta go with mineral springs. They just keep rolling. They keep rolling. Coach Williams is gonna go with mineral springs. Grandma Nod's going with mineral springs. I don't think there's any question who Coach Triple's going with. Hey, let me tell you what though. This could be exciting because this is this is the Old school battle here. The number one scoring defense is Mineral Springs. We're giving up five points because we gave up 14 to uh, Mount Ida a couple weeks ago. That killed us. Number two scoring defense, guess who it is? Murfreesboro. They're giving up six points. That's oh. going to be six to five right here. Six <laughs> to five game. I don't know why we're going to get a safety in there. But you got to watch out for Catron. Catron had 160 yards last week for Mineral Springs and four TDs. Four TDs. He had two pass breakups and eight tackles. My guy's on a mission, man. He's on a mission. So I'm taking Mineral Springs. The Hornets. And that guy's just been dominating, man. I mean, it's, it's I mean, four touchdowns a night every week. Oh, it's every night. It's in <laughs> so many different ways, too. He's like a Swiss Army knight, man. Exactly. Let's go over to God's country. We got Mark Tree at EPC. This the, we've watched this conference quite a bit this year. This is yes, uh, we have. This uh, uh, very very competitive league. Uh, Mouth, who you like in this one? I like EPC. Uh, Mouth's going with EPC. Coach Williams is going to go with EPC. Grandma Nas is going with EPC. Who you got in this one? Break it down for us. Well, I'll tell you, Mark Tree's 7-1, 5-1 overall in the conference. Uh, they've given up 277 points so far in the conference. 
uh, uh, actually, they're giving up 36 points a night in the conference, which is not good if you're playing EBC. Uh, Gaines uh, is almost, I guess he's close to over 1,000 yards, 14 touchdowns for EPC. EPC's defense is playing really, really well. Um, la- uh, their wide receiver slash corner, uh, who uh, is McCluston, has five interceptions. He has 26 catches for nine touchdowns, uh, 663 yards. I think EPC wins this one going away at home senior night. Once again, we're forgetting about senior night. We're that is senior night. Yeah, we got to call our names out. Mom's going to look nice. I'm taking EPC in this one. Well, we got a next one. This is dear to my heart, and this goes along oh, with oh, right here, man. Yes, this, it is. this rival goes all the way back to 1986. I was there when it happened in a junior high game. And I'm telling you, since 1986, we got Highland at Pocahontas. From 86, you were born from 86 on, you were taught. In Pocahontas, Arkansas, that you beat Highland in anything that you do, and you so go. this is a this is a huge game. Mouth, who you got on this, man? I can't go against a, a, a I can't go against the Redskins red in this one. I got to go with the Pocahontas Redskins. And anybody that'll put on the jersey, his high school jersey, I got to go with his alma mater. I'm going with the Pocahontas Redskins. That's a good That's a good pick because mom wouldn't have you at the house anymore. All right, Coach Fimple, break it down here. I'm just telling you, that is the biggest number 10 jersey I think I've ever seen. Back in the day, man. Back in the day, <laughs> back back in the day number 10 was screaming at people running around there. I tell you what. Island six and three, four and two in the league play. They're giving up. Uh, they're scoring twenty-seven points, giving up twenty. Uh, they got a running back over there named Kagan Statler. He's part of the Statler brothers. I don't know. I just made that part up. Uh, he has one hundred fifty-four carries for eleven hundred twenty-eight yards and fifteen touchdowns. So they like to pound the rock themselves. Pocahontas is four and six, four and two in the league play though. They lost their first six games out the gate. Figured something out. Uh, DJ Coffee. Let me tell you about DJ, the coffin coffee. All right. This guy's, he's wanting to get his statue out there besides Coach Williams, I guess. Cause last week, this is just last week, 49 carries, all right. 49 carries, 300 yards, and four TDs for the coffee maker. Did you just hear that? So, hey, then they threw him a pass for 34 yards just to make oh, So he had, he had 50 up. touches. He's got to think they probably ran 70 plays. This guy touched it. 50 times in one game. So I think Pocahontas is hot. Guess what else, too? It's Cedar, baby, at Pocahontas. <laughs> Pocahontas is going to shock the world. Right here. Pocahontas shocking the world. Shock well, I'm going to tell you this. Our, our head coach, he's lived it. He's played it, and he's coached it. I'm going yeah. with the Redskins also all the way, man. All the, all the way. All right, we got another one here. Kind of dear to my heart, too. That was first – Kindergarten class of Carlisle, Arkansas. Also, yeah, this is a matchup. Last year, they guys already played once. They were uh, Carlisle at Hazen, uh, played in the state championship game last year. Man, I've been keeping up with both of these teams. Mouth, who you like in this one? I'm going to go with the Hazen Hornets. He's going with Hazen. Grandma, it's going with Carlisle. I'm going with Carlisle because I like their defense. I'm going Carlisle. Well, this, this is funny because the defense are both eight and one. Yep. Uh, Carlisle's five and one in the league play. Hazen's six and zero oh in league play. Uh, Hazen's averaging forty-one points a night, giving up eight point six points. Now here's it's interesting because Carlisle's scoring forty-two points, which is a point more, and they're giving up eight point eight points. 
So this is going to be a battle right here, man. And you got to love this. This is going to be a lawn chair game. Oh, There's yeah. going to be lawn chairs all over the track and uh, the natural grass. Probably just somebody's turning on the irrigation pipe right now as we speak, trying to get that extra water down there in hazing. I'm sure it's going to be senior night there too. But I'm liking the Hornets in this one. The Hornets are going to win this one. It's going to be close. We might even go for two somewhere down the line to win this one. I'd say a field goal, but I don't just I don't I don't I, see a field goal I, kick. I, I, we're going for two. Man. Game. Go for two. There's no way. There's no, no way. No, this is bring your hammer game right here. Bring your <laughs> bring your hammer to this game right here, buddy. It's gonna be a track. All right. This goes dear to your heart here. This is that that league, this league's gotten crazy. Ever since you've left Alma from the, the Harrison game, it's gone crazy. But Darnell didn't even want to play them last week. They're throwing up on the bus, canceled the game, yeah. unbelievable. And then so this right here, if Alma wins this, they are the one seed. If it's all kinds of scenarios here. Uh if they win it yeah. and then Farmington beats Prairie Grove, they're the one, whatever. I don't we'll get into all that later on. But we'll play the game. I like shallow Christian this coming off of the off of they're they're I think they're ready to go, but Alma's playing good. Mouth, who you like? At the beginning of the year, you would have said this wouldn't be much of a game. But Alma's, I don't know. They've kept coming every week. But I've got to go with shallow with shallow Saints. Shallow Saints, Grandma Nas taking the, the Saints also. Who you got in it? I mean. Sit close home here now. Get close home. Well, you know it is, and uh, you got to believe in the Airedales. And, and here's the thing about the Airedales is we're playing at home, all right? But got to stick with the power that's got us there. Jackson Daly, 100 carries, 805 yards, uh, eight yards of whack, running the power. I mean, there's no secret to what we're doing there. We got 17 touchdowns out of little Tim Tebow. Uh, and then we got a guy on the outside, the Shishel kids, got 700 yards receiving three TDs. But man, Shiloh's so big up front, both left tackle, left tackle and right tackle. That you can't get to the guy. Uh, so we're gonna have a hard time holding up, especially the back seven. So I'm taking Shiloh, even though it hurts my heart on senior night in Alma. Uh, but I think Shiloh's the better team. Well, I, 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 we can always shock the world. <laughs> happened before. It's happened before. It's happened before. And Alma's playing good football right now. They yes, really they are. are. They're playing They're really good football. Those guys in that league are playing really well. Yeah, they are. All right, let's go down to Hot Springs. These two do not like each other. Huge game. We got late Hot Springs Lakeside at Hot Springs. Daryl Burnett. We we challenged him. Went third on guy. the road. You caught me out of it last week. God I got God. to watch them. They just whipped Fairview like they stole something, man. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. It was unbelievable. And uh and Daryl's got them rolling. Quarterback's playing great. Mouth, this kind of dear to your heart. Your dad used to coach Hot Springs Hall. Yeah. So first job out of college. Yeah. Well, talk to us. Who you like in this one? Man, you gotta go with you gotta go with the men of Troy. The Hot Springs High School <laughs> coach Daryl Burnett. Yeah. yeah. I believe they've only lost one game to that great Parkview team. Coached by the great Bolding brothers, so still got to go with Pi- got to go with the men of Troy. Going with the men of Troy, I'm gonna go with the men of Troy. So and I'm a believer. I, they've made me a believer. I, I screwed yeah. up last week, and I heard about it too. Grandma Nas <laughs> going with Hot Springs. <laughs> who, 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 who you got in this one? You know, Hot Springs has been on a roll. Lakeside's got some interesting numbers too, though. They're seven and three overall, four and two in the league. Eight and one is Hot Springs and five and one in the league. Uh, both kind of battling for that second spot. Uh, both got good quarterback play. Uh, last week, Hot Springs, Braylon Young had 17 tackles, 
one sack and an interception in their win last week. Um, got a great wide receiver on the outside, and they're finding different ways to win. So I'm taking Hot Springs at home in this one. Yeah, yeah, but I bet that place is packed too. Both of them. Have oh been. my goodness! Don't you know it? Oh man! Where are the winners going afterwards, man? There's <laughs> a casino right down there. They're probably get that casino up. They'll probably be rolling <laughs> dice when they're hot. That's, but I'm taking hot springs in that one. I got you. All right, this is a big game here. Joe T. Robinson at Pine Bluff looks like probably four two seed here. Uh, uh, Robinson got beat by Mills. Uh, Pine Bluff is just kind of keep finding the way and overcoming. I think they've got a really good football team. Who you liking this amount? That's going to be a really good football game. I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Joe T. Going with Joe T. The mouse going with Joe T. Uh, Grandma Nah is going with the Zebras. I'm going to go with Joe T. Also, even though they're on the road to Pine Bluff, they can just been there. Yeah, the quarterback played real well for Joe T last week. Went 11 of 18 for 197 yards and three touchdowns. Joe T, 7 and 2, 6 and 1 in the league. Pine Bluff's exact same record. Uh, their quarterback's playing really well, too. He's 97 of 174 for 1,600 yards and 18 touchdowns. And the Zebras, you got to think that they've got to be getting some momentum going here. Uh, Joe T is going to Pine Bluff. Which the last time somebody went to Pine Bluff, it was a little different game. Uh, but we don't want to talk about that. But I think Joe T, I think Joe T's uh, making a run for the playoffs here. Uh, they're they're on a serious row. I think Joe T's going to win this. And it's going to be a good game. Yes, it will be. I mean, that be the one. But that's going to be a heck of a game. Yeah. Well, here we go. Three seed here. Cabot's trying to get a three seed. Your your school, North Little Rock at Cabot. This traditionally has been uh, a barn burner, physical, save the yes. women and children, the whole thing. Uh, man, Cabot's kind of they got some injuries kind of up and down, but they're Coach Reed's got them where they need to be. But he's such a good coach. He's figured out how they got to play. I mean, yeah. last week it was just defense and special teams, and hope we get it close down there to make you, you know, flip the field a couple times. So I think Cabot's kind of figured out, you know, what they're good at. And like I said, they they, they want that three seed for sure, get that home game. Well, that's big because you're getting a six. Mouth, who you got in this one? You don't even have to ask. I, know, I don't even want to ask. Did you, did you know where I'm going to go? I am going with Coach Scott Reed who his team has just gotten better and better each month throughout the season. Uh, some things never change. He'll be playing, probably have a good chance to be playing Thanksgiving weekend. Oh, making predictions oh, on Coach Reed right there. Put yeah. it out there. The whole earth there for Thanksgiving. Right there. Got to, <laughs> hey, how about that? fire himself, though. He's AD. <laughs> that's the great thing about it. That's a great thing about it. That's right. You're on your, your own balls. That's the way it works. I'm going to go with Cabot also. I think Coach Greensville just finds a way to do it. Who you got in this and break it down? Well, we've got North Little Rock at three and six, three and three on the year. Uh, went over to Bryant. Man, Bryant played really well. Uh, Cabot's five and four, three and two. Like I said, they figured out, you know, kind of what their, uh, you know, Coach Reed's figured it out. Um, big on the offensive line, really, really physical still. Uh, so Cabot's playing to their strengths right now. I'm going to take Cabot in this one. Okay. But look out for North Little Rock's Chase White, wide receiver, number three, good looking kid, junior. Uh, it's got a chance to be really, really special. If they get him involved, it could be scary over there. Well, we'll check him out. All right, another big game. Now, this this is game's just gone crazy. This league has here. And you're talking about three through oh, six. Lee, this I mean, is nuts. nuts. We got me good, Lord. 
Yeah. I mean, Catholic goes down and gets beat by Eldorado up 20 nuts. Coach Fogelman just, I mean, it, it unbelievable. I talked to him this weekend, crazy. We got West Memphis at Searcy. And the new line offense, if, if all the ups and downs, they're sitting where they they got a chance to do some. West Memphis got drilled by Benton last week. I mean, drilled. Yes. You know, so they're back in it. West Memphis at Searcy. Mouth, who do you like in this one? If I'm not mistaken, West Memphis has lost their quarterback. Yes, they have. Is that correct? That makes it tough. Oh, I still like West Memphis. Likes West Mouth by mouth likes West Memphis. Uh, Grandma and I always picks West Memphis. And this is interesting because what West Memphis has struggled with Cersei. And Cersei beat them last year, week 10. Yeah. And, uh, I'm going. I'm going with the new line offense. I think he. Man. I think he. Hold on. No, nah, I, I don't. No, wait, I'm come going on back. Now. I'm going back. Did this last week. Come on. I'm. I am. I'm going with the new line offense. I like your pick. I'm going. Tell you with, can I say something yeah. before before we go to the next game? If the new line offense had messed me over so many times <laughs> in the first couple of weeks, I would yeah. go with the new line offense. There you go. There well, I'm going with something tried and true. West Memphis in November. Coach Hooks is doing a doing a great job with this team. He is. I'm just going. With, I'm pulling upsets. I'm pulling upsets. I'm going to start I like your level of thinking here. Both teams six and three overall. West Memphis six and two in the league. Uh, Cersei's five and three in the league, uh, which is weird because it's you know their three losses are to Catholic Marion and. I'm missing somebody in there. They've got three losses in the league, though. Luis Garcia had 18 tackles in a sack last week for Cersei. Where'd that come from? I don't know where Mr. Garcia has been hiding, but he's come out of the woodwork here. Their quarterback played real well for Cersei last week. Went 8 of 18 for 156 yards passing. Carried it 10 times. So we've done some RPOs in there. Oh, Zach, Zach's got some RPOs for him this week. So he's got uh, 10 carries for 122 yards and three touchdowns on the ground. So I'm going to go with the Cersei lines also. Go ahead. I'm going to tell you, if Cersei loses, there's going to be some phone calls being made. Uh, there's going to be some phone calls being made on this because I'm going to take Cersei. I'm going with Cersei too. Well, we got this next matchup. This for uh, uh, going to 7A West to buy. We got one of the coaches on. We got Bentonville, Bentonville West. Let's go ahead and bring him on, our BSN guest, uh, Coach Brian Pratt. Hey, Coach. Congratulations last week. I tell you what, I've watched about every snap of that game against Southside. Huge game. You put your team in a big position right here, going against your crosstown rival Bentonville this week. Man, I thought you played great defensively and offensively last week. Kind of talk to me about, about your team and – I mean, y'all kind of started off, and, and all of a sudden, boom, you're right there where you need to be here in week 10, and congratulations because y'all put the work in. But talk to us what you got out of last week's game against Southside. What a big win. Well, it was a big win. And, and you know, the, the thing that we're proud about this team is, uh, you know, going into the team, we had lost three uh, Division One kids that, that had left off last year's team and, and uh, you know, a, a quarterback that had been a two-year starter for us and, and has a concussion and a car wreck and ends up uh, not getting able to play. And so we lose our starting quarterback, uh, lose all these guys, and, and yet we come back and, and we battle on and, and do what we have to do to put ourselves in the position to be able to get a bye. And, then, you know, that's kind of our goal going into the season is – 
being able to get a bye to go into the playoffs is a huge deal. And usually that means you're playing really well. And, uh, you know, so when we came into the season, uh, we started the year off, uh, we were a little sluggish. I'll be honest with you, just because we had a bunch of different guys in different positions and we were trying to find our identity. And, uh, as the season went on, you know, it took a tough loss to Fayetteville and, uh, and then we knew we sat down and, and uh, talked as a staff and, and where we need to get and what we need to do. And, and we came out and got a huge win, uh, you know, going going through out there with, with the win over uh, uh, Rodgers in the last 11 seconds of the game. And then, you know, to, to continue to play through all the stuff that you have going on throughout the season, injuries and things like that, and go against a really tough Southside team. Uh, and go down there and, you know, they just scored 77 and, and heck on your podcast, they were talking about maybe scoring 80 against <laughs> us. And, you know, defensively, we played really well this year. And, and uh, you know, there's just something different about this team. You know, this is year 28 for me and, and been a head coach for like 19 of them. And uh, you just find that those teams that, that sometimes – can't really you don't really understand why but they just play really hard together and they love to play the game and they're really fun to coach and that's kind of where we're at right now you know we put ourselves back in a position uh to to play uh for a bye basically and you know we got a huge rival game this week and everybody knows about it you know on social media there's this and that you know people talking trash here and there uh, but it's about the game and it's about being focused and you know uh, that's what we're trying to get from our team is to come out and just play hard uh and play like they've been playing and and have the confidence they've been playing with and uh, the rest kind of fall into place but you know it's it's a great time of year and you know, a little cold out there today but uh, I'll, I'll take it uh it's a great time of year when you know you got a chance to uh, not only make the playoffs but but try to get a buy and work your way into it this is a uh, first second and third in the conference and you know since we started the program in in 2016 we have hosted a playoff game uh in every year so it tells a little bit about what kind of kids we coach and what kind of program we're trying to build uh, still got a long ways to go but we feel like the foundation has started well yeah, there, there's no doubt about it and you know you you, you talked about it and you know i remember when your program started and all that and y'all been in the mix and really at the top in the 7a west you know for the last you know since you know golly since it opened up Talk to me about this, and, and and I've coached you know obviously in 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 town rival games. There's nothing like it. I mean, there's a bit, and, and I tell people this all the time. I said, you know, when I was at Southside and when you played Northside, that prepared you for the playoffs bigger than anything because of the environment. They they've kind of uh, you know dominated the series here, which is a short series and been around a long time. What do you do? One one key factor is going into these games. I was always worried. I my kids not worried about them playing hard because they were going to do that. Was doing a little bit too much, trying to make a little bit play. How how do you kind of rein that in? I mean, I know you talked to them all week, but what's your what's in your brain talking to your team about? You know about about that situations because all of a sudden there's all kinds of people there. It's a you know pressure and things like that. What do you do to prepare your team for that that situation? Well, I think we went went at several different ways, and, and you're right. They they have uh, I don't know if you can call it a rival because we haven't we haven't beat them yet, and, and you know they're great. Oh, it's a rival, rival, coach. It's a rival. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's a it's a it's a really good game, and you know the second 
the second year when we actually uh, we actually hosted the game at Bentonville, and we were the home team before we had any uh, before we had any uh, uh, home stadium. It was it was really awkward because Bentonville had to leave, and so uh, man, that place was that was. Texas style football to me, um, you know, I used to coach down in Texas and you'd go play in those games, you know, 10,000 people and it's standing room only when you're out there warming up and that's the way the game was. And it was a, it was a hard fought game come down right to the end. Um, but we went into that game and we put a lot of pressure on it and, you know, they would come back the next year and we said, you know, maybe we need to not put as much pressure on it, just treat it like another game. And so we went back and forth uh, several times and, and they've got us pretty good a few times, but last year we battled mm-hmm. with them and, and had a chance to, uh, had a chance to, to win it and didn't make the plays that we need to make. And they did, you know, you know they're a great program and, and they're coached extremely well. And, and that that's the thing people don't understand. And I'm sure you're the same way when you were at Southside and Northside. I mean, me and me and Jody are pretty good friends. I mean, we 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 don't have any beef with each other. Obviously, we're very competitive, and and a lot of these kids you'll see them after the game, and or they might be at you know at Cange after the game. They're they're all getting along because they've all played together and know each other. You know, it's more the communities that that uh, really. I don't know, feed the fuel, you know, fuel the fire of the rivalry. But, man, it is something special that not many kids get to participate in. You just said it. I I go into it. We don't want you to do anything different. We don't want you to do anything. We're not asking you to go, you know, hang the moon. We just want you to do what you've been doing and and be smart and uh, play play focused football and, uh, you know, Sometimes you get a little bit too hopped up and get too involved in the the student sections, chanting back and forth and cross from each other. But, you know, these games you don't get to coach in very often. And uh, so I've learned in my career as as I get older, I need to make sure I enjoy it because as I look back on it, not many people get to experience this. There, there, there's no doubt about that. I mean, those in-town rival games, man, they're, they're the best, best in business. Bentville's come on, got, you know, beat pretty good by Fayetteville, you know, had some injuries, got Rogers in a very, very close game. Well, you're coming off. I mean, you guys are pretty hot right now. I, you know, that's probably one of – I haven't watched every one of your games, but, but the other night I was really impressed with your team. What do you have to do against Bentville? I mean, they're like you – they're very well coached. They, you know, they got a good football team and all that stuff. What do yours? What does your bunch have to do to get the victory? Well, I think a couple of things. You know, they they've got uh, the receiver that's going to Arkansas, Brown kid. He is he's maybe the best in the state, and he's his acceleration. Uh, sometimes he looks like the show with throwing him, and he just goes and gets it. Uh, and you watch him do it against everybody. You know, so it's not like you know he's beating a bad corner. I mean, he's doing it every week, and so uh, so that that's a big concern for ours is not getting up the big play. Uh, we have to be able to move the football and and score points. Last year we were inside the twenty four times and got uh, one touchdown. We can't do that. We got to be able to score in the red zone. And then just like every game you go into it, you got to be able to win the turnover margin. And uh, you know that's something when you come into these rival games that turnovers can kill you. And uh, you know the big play and turnovers; those are the two things that I'm really focusing on right now. Is making sure that you know you got to win two of the three phases, and you never rule out special teams. And you know the year that they beat us on a really close game, they ran back a kickoff for a touchdown. So uh, you know you got Brown back there doing the same thing. So uh, it's a it's going to be 
it's going to be tough. Our kids are going to play hard, but, you know, we played hard all year. So it's just go out and do what you do and uh, let's get a win and uh, go into the playoffs and see what happens. Well, good deal. Well, Coach, good luck to you. I tell you what, you had. A fun, I know talking to you earlier this summer how young you were going to be, and you got to be pleased where you where you're at right now. But you still got ways to go, and I think you can make some noise in the playoffs. Hey, good luck to you, man. We'll be checking work, and we'll see you on down the road. Appreciate you. Thanks for having me on. See you, Brian. Man, this is going to be a big game. I think I think you know, listen to Coach Pratt. The, you know, talking about turnovers. Bentville's dominated this series. They've had some injuries, been up and down, you know, but but winning and taking care of business besides, yeah. you know, Fayetteville and Conway, which I mean, no shame in that at all. Played them both, both pretty good. Uh, this game, I think, is very interesting. Uh, man, whoever gets a bye is really big. Mouth, who you like this one? Bentonville or at Bentonville West? Will be a sneaky good game. Um, I gotta go. I gotta go with Bentonville. Go on Bentonville. Mouse going with Bentonville. Grandma Nah is going with West. I'm gonna go with Bentonville. I just, I just think they've just, they just got it going, you know, in this game. Oh yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, tradition, you know, wins out a lot of times. You know, Bentonville West is, you know, they're uh, they're welcome to the gunfight, but they've been losing the gunfight a lot. Uh, so. Uh, Bentonville six and three overall played a tough schedule five and one lost their quarterback. You know, sophomore played really well last week. Did what they had to do with the quarterback. C.J. Brown still had an opening kickoff of ninety eight yards. I don't know why we're kicking it to him, but we did kick it to him. Uh, that was football. But you got outside speed, offensive line you can lean on here. Bentonville West's quarterback played really well against Southside last week. Threw it thirty eight times for two hundred sixteen yards. So they like to. Dunking underneath the lot. Uh, the Edmondson kid uh, ran for 17. Uh, he had 17 carries, 101 yards against Southside last week. So they both like to control the ball, keep their quarterback, you know, in, you know, in easy uh, third downs. But I'm thinking Bentonville, even though it's at Bentonville West. Yep. I'm right on that. I'm going to take Bentonville in this one. I, I do. And I, but I tell you what, Bentonville West defense showed up last week. Played Bentonville really needs to win if they're wanting to get their quarterback back. That would yeah. help, you know, having that yeah. bye going. Getting that bye, like, no doubt. Yeah. Well, here we go. We got the uh, conference championship on the line here in the 6A West. We got Little Rock Christian at Greenwood. Let's go ahead. We got another, let's bring on another BSN guest coach, head coach from Little Rock Christian, Eric Kuho. Hey, coach. Glad to have you on the show. First of all, hey, Congratulations, because this week 10, and I know there's a lot of ball left, but y'all have done your work, Greenwood's done their work, and this is a huge, huge game across the state, big, um, you know, as far as playoff implications and seeds. Talk to me about this, Coach. You, you know, you had a little road bump there against Shiloh early in the year, and boy, y'all have really come on. Tell me what you see about your team from that loss to where you're at now. Yeah, Jeff, thanks for having me on the show. It's an honor. Excited to be here. It is a huge game. Greenwood's such a, you know, storied program. Maybe the, you know, maybe the best program in the last 20 years in the state of Arkansas. You know, every year they're in the mix or winning it. I think they've won, you know, whatever, 10 state championships. And they've, uh, uh, this is, uh, I think they've gone about 10 years without losing at their home field. So it, it's obviously a challenge. And as you mentioned, you know, we've, we've been rolling here recently. Uh, uh, we did struggle uh, with, uh, you know, with Shiloh. They just 
pounded us. Um, I think that was a function of a couple things. You know, we had come out and and looked really good against Benton in the benefit game, and uh, uh, really were on high cylinders and, and took care of Little Rock Central. And I think we just got the big head. Uh, part one and part two is shot. It was a good football team. Yes, they are. Uh, and we weren't exact. We were a little blind because it was their first game, and coach coming in new from Stillwater. And hats off to them. They played a great game, but but we didn't. We do feel like that. That was not our best night by any means, but uh, they they certainly pounded us that night. Uh, but we did kind of we kind of had to have the come to Jesus meeting after that and say, guys, you know what's our identity going to be? Nobody, you know, is going to let you do anything, and you better not have a big head at any place, anywhere, anytime, and get back to blue collar, lunch pail, you know, hard working and and grind it out. And since the time the guys have responded well, we're playing. But we feel like good football on all three phases of the game right now. Well, and you, you have. I've, I've kept up with you, obviously, seen you live once. And, and uh, uh, you know, you guys are just, you know, after that one, you've, you've kind of dominated all the way through. You know, anytime you go to Plastic Academy, and I mean, you know, y'all played them and did what you did to those guys. I mean, uh, you, you knew something was special. We've been talking about your team all year long. Uh, you know, since July and the, the whole setup, you've got to go to Greenwood, and that's a tough place to play. Trust me, I've been there. I'm part of those ten years right there, of winning them, winning them in a row, and I've I've been over there a few times. Tough place to play. You got them last year in the regular season, kind of weird deal. Hadn't play on a a Saturday or something like that. We had weather. What's your focus and your plan going in? You got, you know, both Archer boys, quarterback's great, you know, defensively. I think defensively is is not talked about Greenwood enough how good they are on defense. Talk to me what you, your plan is. I mean, don't give us everything away there, but your mindset going into that situation. We absolutely had to play our best game yet because they are a out they're an outstanding football team. Uh they've got, you know, some of the best receivers uh, you know, in class six A. Their offensive line is is huge. You know, we're pretty small and unfortunately, uh, you know, we're kind of a mosquito defense is what I call it. And uh and you know, uh uh they and then obviously, you know, uh, Archer is one of the best quarterbacks backs uh, in the state uh, he's a uh, you know playmaker he, he extends plays he's very fast and quick elusive um, you know he's a, he's a dynamic quarterback so so offensively we've got our hands full you know we feel like definitely our biggest test of the year uh, you know from our defense to their offense because they're so prolific offensively but you're right their defense does a great job they've snuffed out opponents uh, they do a lot of different things and so you have to be on your toes. Uh, they can get you out of rhythm, out of balance because of, of their their variations and their multiple looks. But uh, uh, it does come down, Jeff, you know this. You've been in it a long time, coaching a long time. It comes down to blocking and tackling. Uh, who's going to execute the plan the best? And then and then turnover battle. We need to win the turnover margin. Uh, when, when two teams or their comparable go at it, usually the team that wins the turnover margin is going to win the game so we've obviously got to have good ball security and we'd like to force some turnovers on them which is one reason we were able to beat them last year is we forced some turnovers and uh, um and i think that's going to be important a friday night well i, I don't i have no doubt i mean turnovers in those games you know are so big and 
And it's funny, you you sound like me, you know, blocking and tackling. As simple as that may seem, it's it's a lot harder than what it is a lot of times in big games. Well, coach, let's let's do this. I mean, you know, across the state, you know, the you got a great court quarterback and, and Walker. I mean, he's he's an outstanding going to Auburn, all that deal. Uh talk to us a little bit about him and his progression this year, and then we'll get you off here. Yeah, you know, Walker's taken his steps. You know, he, he, uh, he's he been at our school since eighth grade, and he's taken steps each year. Everything we've asked him to do, uh, you know, he's gotten better at, and he has fulfilled that. So he's progressed really well as a quarterback. Uh, this past year, we've asked him to step up on leadership and step up on, you know, uh, decision-making, and, and he has done a good job with that this season. Obviously, everybody can see the tangibles. He's 6'4", 225, can run can uh, has got a quick release got a very strong arm high velocity uh but the intangibles of walker are, are also outstanding because he's the the players like him you know you want uh you know so i've had stars in the past different places that sometimes the guy the rest of the guys in the locker room didn't like that well uh but the guys like him uh he's he's hard, outworking everyone i've also had stars in the past that you know didn't work as hard as as some of the role players and that can drive away Edge, you know, but he is, he's the hardest working guy on our football team, you know, and so, so nobody's outworking him and the guys, he gets along with everybody real well. And that our senior class got a really good camaraderie. There's, there's 25 of them and, and they all uh, do a good job of, of doing their part, whatever their role is. And, uh, uh, and I just think he's grown so much on the intangibles the last couple of seasons. Well, no doubt. He, I mean, he's had a phenomenal career, and he, I'm sure he's going to have a good game Friday night. Well, Coach, we appreciate you coming on. Hey, good luck to you. We're going to have you on down the road, obviously. We, you know, this isn't it. we got some playoff games uh, uh, left, and I'm sure y'all are going to be right in the thick of things. And, hey, good luck to you. Be safe traveling down to Greenwood, and good luck to your team. Fellas, I appreciate being on, and uh, thank you so much. See you, buddy. Man, this right here, a lot of people think it's for a state championship. You know, Ben's over there is dominated in the East, but, I mean, it, you, you could see these two again. Uh, Mouth, who you like in this one? Little Rock Christian at Greenwood. I'm going to I'm gonna probably be the lone person that picks Little Rock Christian. Mouth's going Little Rock Christian. I wouldn't say that. Grandma Nas taking Little Rock Christian. I'm going to take Greenwood just because it is at Greenwood. They play better. I mean, they play good all the time, but really there, it, it's a difficult place to play. Break this game down to you. I mean, two great big time quarterbacks. I mean, That's both teams pretty good. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is the marbles here. Yeah, Walker White from the you know the football family of the Whites. Uh, he's eleven. He went last week. He went eleven to fifteen for two hundred twenty-eight yards, which puts him right over two thousand for the year. He had twenty. He has twenty-eight TDs. He threw four last week. Uh, he ran it four times for eighteen yards and one touchdown last week. Their only loss was in week two to Shiloh. That was the only one. They've won seven straight. Greenwood, of course, has won nine straight, seven and zero. I loved last week's game. Uh, um, uh, you know, Coach Young, the first thing he came out was his straight coach speak. He said, hey, you know, the Archer kid, he played a good game. Whatever, dude, that guy was phenomenal. He made like three throws that I don't know if you can see it on an NFL game. Uh, so Kane Archer, he's kind of my socket wrench guy. You just put something in there, he's just a socket wrench guy. He gets it all done. Kane Archer last week was 18 of 28 for 274 yards and five touchdowns. He ain't done. 
He carried it 13 times for 73 yards and three more. Yeah, you'd think this guy played at Mineral Springs or something, but he's playing at Greenwood. So Archer's phenomenal. Brayden Davis went well over 1,000 yards as they're running back. Uh, their defense is really, really solid. Uh, they kept Asher, they actually kept the older uh, Cash Archer out of the backfield last night, but I mean, last week, uh, but he still. He still had probably four or five quarterback hurries. Uh, Grant Carnes, the wide receiver on the outside, they throw it to multiple people. Greenwood's multiple that way. So is Little Rock Christian. So offensively, yeah. they mirror each other a lot. I think Greenwood's just a little bit better defensively. So I'm going to take Greenwood in this one at home. Oh, I'll be a barn burner. All right, let's get to it. The game of the year. We've been talking about this game since July, baby. Game of the year. The game uh, of the year. Heavyweight champions, baby. Somebody, <laughs> somebody's taking out the belt for this one. Well, let's do this. Let's, this. let's go ahead and listen to Coach Buck James. Let's bring him on and see what he has to say. Let's bring our BSN guest, Coach Buck James. The man, the head wampus cat himself, Coach Buck James. Coach, I tell you what, uh, first of all, congratulations. Because if you're undefeated 9-0 and sitting here week 10, Fix to play the biggest game this state's probably seen in a long time this Friday night. Taking care of your business. Congratulations to you and your staff and your kids, first of all. Well, thanks. I really do appreciate it. I, you know, if you'd have told me we'd been 9-0, I would have took it. And uh, I think it's a, a, a testament to our kids and our coaches uh, to do, be able to do this. I, I'll be honest with you, I have done very, very little. I, I have a great coaching staff and uh, some players who bought into a philosophy and a belief system, and it's uh, it's paid off. Uh, you know, we still got uh, a big mountain to climb, but I'm really proud of our kids and our coaches. Well, let's 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 just get into it. I mean, everybody's been talking about it all weekend. I, I'll be honest with you; I think last week everybody started talking about it, but everybody kind of had to handle the business. You you've got Bryant coming to town, and anybody knows Bryant Bryant Hornets at you. You you know was over there as a head coach for a long time, and won you know five state championships. You won what sixty one or sixty two games in a row, something like that. Talk to me about your team. I mean, Bryant's kind of dominated the dominated the 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 series here the last few years. You guys have, have just gotten better and better and better each week. I was over at one of your practices a couple of weeks ago. Just very impressed with your young kids, your older kids. In a game like this, one thing I was always nervous about is having kids trying to do too much, you know, sometimes, you know, and not playing, just doing their job. What do you do as far as trying to keep the emotion down, staying focused? the mental aspect of, you know, physically, I think everything's good for both teams. Mentally is such a big deal. I know you talked to your team about that. What do you talk to your team and how to handle that? Well, really, uh, you know, I, I, you can't get too high or too low in during a football season. And, you know, every game is going to be big, especially if you keep winning them. And, uh, you know, that people say it's a great rivalry. I don't know if it's a rivalry. You've got to win some before you become a rival. Uh, you know, I think Brian has beat uh, Conway probably the last 11, 12 years. Uh, I think uh, <clears throat> all the way back to when Peyton Hillis played, uh, but they haven't beaten them back to then. And, you know, uh, it's a big mountain. Uh, you know, the, the kids at uh, Bryant expect to win. They've worked to win. You know, they've got a great program. And we're trying to get where they're at. And, you know, I tell them, I said, you know, how many people go deer hunting? 
if uh, the deer had the same opportunity as the hunter does. And, <laughs> I, and I said, it wouldn't be near as many tough guys out there deer hunting if uh, the deer had a high-powered rifle and a scope because how many times do you look up and all of a sudden you thought, wow, there's a deer. And here, and that's sort of what we're going to do. We're going to show up. We're the deer. And, uh, uh, you know, hopefully we uh, uh, get a chance to take the first shot and, and, and go out there and play good football. But uh, they're, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're stronger than we are. They've got more experience. I think we have five or six returning starters and they have 17 returning starters. Uh, you know, they've had, uh, uh, you know, a tremendous run and our guys just got to understand that it's a football game. You can't get too excited about it. There's going to be great plays. There's going to be bad plays. There's going to be great calls. There's going to be bad calls. There's going to be momentum swings. And I think our kids got to understand that, uh, you know, you got to be even keel. You got to play every play. You've got to uh, get off the field, keep them from having big plays and momentum. I think momentum in a big game is, is huge. And uh, we just got to be methodical. If you remember, we went through this when I was at Bryant and, yep. and, and when we started with North Little Rock and, you know, they would take us to the woodshed every time we played them. And uh, it wasn't a pretty experience. And I mean, they, you know, I mean, I can remember coach Mitchell calling me and laughing at me uh, because uh, the Hootons had ranked us number one, the state in front of them. They done beat us by 80 points the last two years. And, you know, we had to go through some uh, trials and tribulations, and, and and we have to here as well. And if we can play with those guys, it's going to be great. Uh, you know, they've got a good football team. I knew when I took this job that I was leaving a state championship caliber football team, but I felt led to, to come here and do this and, and be a part of this. And, you know, I, I you know, and I'm here. And uh, I know every guy on that team, and I know where they, how they think, how they operate. I know their plays. I know their system. I know how what they're doing on Monday and Thursday. And, uh, you know, we do, we're doing the same things here. It's just that they outthink their everybody else is not working as hard as we are, and so where they think they're outworking everybody. And there's a there's a there's a mentality to that. And uh, our kids are learning. Uh, they've bought in, and uh, it's been a fun run. And you know, uh, the one thing I say, you know, like I was playing Bentonville early in the middle early year. You know, we get this game for free. You know, only thing that this really means is, is that we're not going to be conference champions or we're going to play a, a playoff game on the road. At the end of the day, we got the same chance to get to the state championship as they do. You know, we get a good measuring stick. This is a free game. We ought to be able to go out there and relax, play football, and compete at a high level. And if they're better than us, then we can go shake their hand and say, hey, we're going to come back. You know, you hit me in the mouth, I'm going to spit the blood out. I'm coming back. And I think that's what our kids got to understand. And I, I know that's what those guys understand over there. And uh, it's going to be fun. I, I I really believe that I'm the most blessed guy, you know, in the arena on Friday night because I had something to do with both guys being there. You know, I, I told people, I've interviewed people or with people all day long. What Coach Fimple did was amazing. You know, what Coach Ashcraft did was amazing. What Coach Smith did was amazing. This was not a broke program. This is a program that just needs to get over the hump. And all I've done is got them to the same hump. Now we got to see if we can get over the hump. And, you know, just hopefully that there's enough mentality, enough focus, enough discipline to get to, to do some of that. Well, and you nailed it. I mean, 
you know, to go on championship runs or, you know, there's got to be obstacles. That's what, that's what makes it. I mean, it's kind of like life is overcoming things and, and, and getting through there. I know you spend a lot of time watching film, your, you and your staff and quad staff. What do you see? You know, let's kind of put it out there. Bryant, you know, that be a part of you earlier in the year and everybody's there's still been a lot of talk about them and, but they continue to win and all that part of it. But when you get in your film study, what do you see from the Brian? Well, Hunt? the thing that sticks out first is their their running backs. I mean, they they are very talented at running back, and you know they might be as good as a small college at running back. Uh, you know, and, and they go three or four deep, and so you know those guys are tough outs, and um, you know they have an experienced offensive line back. Their quarterback is a, a tremendous athlete. They've got four of the best receivers in the state of Arkansas. You know, they return a lot of starters. Four of the five offensive linemen are back. Uh, three of the four tailbacks are back. Five, uh, four of the five receivers are back. The quarterback's back. You know, so on the offensive side of the ball, they're they're very dominant. And, uh, uh, you know, the thing about it is you got to stop the run and then they can throw the football. Or they can throw the football, then you got to stop the run. Uh, defensively, they probably took the biggest hit, but they're really good at safety. They, those guys are two- and three-year starters back there. Uh, their corners, they've had a little bit of mishap, but they're still really athletic, and they got some guys that have really come on and blossomed. Uh, linebacker, they've got a three-year starter at Mike Linebacker. They've got uh, two outside linebackers that can run, really three the outside linebackers that can really run. They've got a defensive end that's probably as good as anybody in the state of Arkansas. And they've got uh, three other guys that are strong, tough, and hard, and and, and tough outs. And um, you don't see a weakness. Uh, you know, Parkview has a heck of a football team. I, I believe you could take Parkview and put them in 7A, and they could compete with anybody. And they have speed and size and strength. And it came down to a play or two. And, um, you know, everybody can say, well, Bryant's down. Well, you know, you got to give uh, Parkview a lot of credit. They're a pretty good football team. And, uh, you know, Coach Bowden, it took him a minute to get that where he wanted it. And look what's happened when he got there. And, and um, you know, Quad has done a great job. Those guys that coach there, they've been doing this for, you know, six and seven years there. They, they're not going to be – the game is not going to be too big for them. It's not going to be uh, – uh, it's just going to be another game. And they're going to go out there and they're going to do what they do and they're going to do it at a high level. And it's our job to be able to stop them and, and, and be able to try to move the ball on them. Well, let's try to pinpoint this, and I'll get you off here because I know you've been doing interviews and you're a busy man trying to get prepared. If you had a goal, give me two things that y'all have to do to win the football game. Well, I think it's simple. I think we've got to be able to run the football. You know, I think that, uh, the key, if we can run the football a little bit, I think it helps us. Uh, uh, and, and we've got to be able to stop the run. And, um, you know, we got to keep them from making big plays. I know that's three things, but chunk yeah. plays are going to be – uh, a big part of what they do and, and uh, tackling the running backs is going to be a chore enough. And, uh, you know, if we can run the football and stop the run or, or stop them from just eating us alive running the football, uh, that's going to be the difference. But they've got they've got guys in that backfield that are 550-pound squatters or 300-pound benchers. You know, their offensive line are all 300-pound benchers and 500-pound squatters. Their defense line are all over 300-pound benchers. You know, to say they're down is uh, is unfair to them, uh, and and we're trying to get there. I mean, we're we're trying to build our program and 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 do the things it takes to 
do what they're doing. And, and, and anybody that knows anything about football or development, it don't happen in, in four or five months. It's a testament to our kids, what they've been able to buy into and what they've been able to do. And uh, I'm proud of these guys. I'm blessed that we got the opportunity, but really I'm going to be like the fat cat sitting in the, in the chair on a uh, uh, Friday night. I'm, I'm going to get to go out there and watch uh, uh, 200 kids play football. And I've had a, a big impact on every one of them. And, you know, I'm blessed to say that I could, I've been able to do this and I watch it. And either way, I'm, you know, I've come out a winner, you know, uh, the winner in life is, uh, is as important as being a winner on the football field. And I feel good about what our kids are going to try to do. And, and hopefully it works out. Well, and I agree with you 100%. Man, what it's going to be a great atmosphere. I mean, there's going to be wall to wall, and everybody's going to be fired up, and everybody's been talking about it for weeks. I mean, Lord, we had you on in July. You're our, our first guest on this podcast, and we were talking about it. And, man, time has gone by fast, and it's here. And, and uh, man, good luck to you guys. Stay healthy. We'll have you on. I'm, you're going to make a long, long run in the playoffs, I'm sure. And we'll have you on again. Appreciate you, Buck. Hey, thanks, guys. I appreciate y'all having me on. See you, buddy. What amazing. Buck James sitting there talking about, you know, coach both both teams and, and talking about, you know, he's gotten them to the hump and trying to get them over the hump. And here's the deal with this game. Ladies and gentlemen, Bryant's got a really good football team. And everybody, oh, yeah. you know, it's kind of, you know, I'm not saying everybody, but it's kind of been, yeah, well, Conway, you know, this and that. And, and yeah. Bryant, is a very, very good Everybody's forgot about former pro. I think, yeah. right? I'm just yeah. going to tell you, yeah. you better save the women and children in this game. This is going to be a physical sucker, buddy. And it's, they're going to be getting after each other, and it ought to be wall-to-wall. Mouth, you've heard from Coach Buck James. You've seen the Brian Hornets. Who are you liking this one? Woo. Hate to say it. I hate to say it. I hate to say it. But the but head coach Buck James and quiet gonna get Conway over that hump Friday. I'm going with I'm going with the Brian Hornets. Going with the Brian Hornets. Grandma Nas going with Conway. I'm gonna go with Conway. And I think this thing could go either way. I've been, but uh, I'm going to go Conway. They're at home. Let's just see if they can get over that hump or not, because I think these guys might see each other again. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, they're on a path to see each other a couple of times. I'm going to tell you, though, this is one of those concession stand games. You're not going to be able to get any food at the concession stand because it's going to be packed. So you need to bring you some peanut butter and jelly to this one. Peanut butter and jelly. Get you a loaf of bread. You could buy, possibly make some money on this game just making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for the fans. This is going to be packed. This is what football Friday night is all about right here. And we got two guys that hadn't screwed it up. That's the big thing. You know, everybody usually screws up somewhere along the line, but these guys have straightened it out, figured it out. You know, Bryant's 8-1, and one, you know, had the one loss to Parkview. But, you know, really, people don't talk about it, and even Brad does. But uh, the second half, they shut them out. Yeah. They, they kept Parkview from scoring, uh, and I seen that last week. Their secondary looked really, really good again. You know, they're not as good up front, the front four, as they were, of course, you know, with the Lindsey kid transfer and all that stuff. But their linebackers, I think, are better, more athletic players inside there. And I think Bryant's figured it out defensively. But, man, Conway is explosive offensively, and I don't know what it is. I think Panky needs to get a, an agent over there at Conway because that guy's done a phenomenal job defensively. I don't know what is this, if it's in his blood or what, but 
The guy's only given up 10 points. If you look at it, uh, they have the Conway has the ninth scoring offense and the 11th scoring defense in the state of Arkansas. They're only giving up 11 points a night, and they're only they're averaging 48. And I say only 48. You got to think too, though they've shut it down. They've got kids that are lettering that did not even. I mean, they weren't even on the depth chart. The 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 three deep, they weren't on the three deep, and they've got a letter jacket coming to them with an A, a B. I mean, a big C on it. Uh, because it, it was over at halftime in most of these games. And same thing with Brian. They have been as dominant, too. They've done it different ways, several different tailbacks. The quarterback's playing really well right now. Jordan Walker was 12 of 17 against North Little Rock last week for 251 yards and three TDs. I think the biggest thing that you're going to have to watch is if Donovan can you know, have time in the pocket. He's always struggled with, with the pressure that Bryant brings. Chris O'Neill over the top, I think that's going to challenge their secondary from Conway. But Bryant, Jordan Walker's playing really well, and let me tell you, the Singleton kid that's wide receiver for Bryant, number three, I'm going to tell you, fantastic-looking kid, game-changer, game-changer, complete momentum changer in that guy. So you got two wide receivers that can change it, they, they run it multiple ways. Conway's at home. Buck is 61 in the hole, for God's sakes. I mean, and we got this guy. He started his coaching career at Bryant. He's 8-1. and one. And nobody's talking about this guy just took over. I mean, the the, the job alone uh, would make a lot of people just say, hey, I don't want to do this anymore. All right? But this guy has embraced it, you know, put his own stamp on there. They do some stuff differently. Uh, so this is going to be an awesome game. A coin flip game, but I'm going to stick with Buck. I think he goes oh. to 62. Uh, but I also think it's one of those games, too, that you're going to figure out. Like I said, I think they're going to see each other in the playoffs somewhere. So there's going to be a lot of things that are going to be challenging and so forth. But I'm going to take Conway in this one. Wow, wow. All right. Where, where are you headed to Friday night? I mean, your, your season's about to start here, buddy. Yes, my season's about to start, but it hasn't started yet. <laughs> we still got some football left in us. So I'm probably going to head out there to Conway and sell me some peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for a fundraiser, <laughs> see how much money I can make so our kids can eat over here. Uh, but, yeah, I'm going to go watch Conway in that game. I'll probably drag old, uh, Coach Stanley out there and give him a good seat. Yeah, you get Coach Stanley. Yeah, man. Hopefully you don't get ran over by anybody. But, yes. Yeah, I'm, yeah true. it's going to be exciting. Matt, what you got going on? Hey, you're, hey Coach Fim. You're going uh -huh. to have a problem. Your brother's not going to be there to have you a ticket. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Yeah. I'm not going to feel liked by anybody else over there. I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah. please get your brother a ticket. Yeah, there you go. I might I even mean, camp out out there. left a great football team to become an administrator. It's yeah. Never yeah. leave when you're on top. Let them be at the let them be at the coffee grounds level when you, when you well, take yeah. Yeah. Well, you usually leave after you win one. See, there's a difference. Cause if you leave this team, see the pressure's all on Buck. Not to screw it up. You can just go back and say, Hey, yeah, if I was there still, we would have won it, Buck. I mean, even though you won five straight or whatever. Oh, wow. so, so yeah, it's a great time to uh, to to watch some high school football, but it's gonna be fun. It is going to be fun. We'll get you off here. I know you're a busy man. Hey, we'll see you next week. Be playoff time next week, baby. Get heats up. Winner to lose. Winner goes home. I mean, loser goes home. Winner to bench. Right. Yes. We're looking exactly. forward to it. See you next week, Daryl. Hey, buddy. Man, what a show. I, I tell you what, you, what, you've got to listen to Buck James and 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 the, our Christian coach and, and Coach Pratt from Benville West and man, there's a lot of great games this week. You, you know, going into it, uh, what a great show! And I appreciate those guests coming on. What are you? Where are you headed to Friday? Are you going to be out and about? 
where I think if it's not too cold, I'm going to Harding Academy to watch watch uh, the Harding Academy Wildcats play. But but if that temperature drip it dips just a little bit, the mouth will be home in the in the warm confines. In the warm confine, live streaming it up. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna get out of here. Appreciate you coming on the show. Hey, make sure we're on YouTube, like and subscribe. We're on X is the coaches coaches pod. Follow us on that. We're on TikTok and all all social media. Look forward to seeing you next week for the playoff run. Talk to you later.